Buccaneers clinched a wild card. The Saints won the NFC South. The Seahawks are NFC West champions. And the Packers have home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs. Uh, which win do you think was the most impressive? I would go with the Packers win. Uh, it was snowing, and I like snow football at least. But um, the fact that they were able to shut down uh, Derrick Henry, who's one of the probably the best running back in the league, the fact they were able to shut him down in conditions that like didn't favor the pass at all, and like you would expect a big running game. The fact that they were able to do that, that was impressive for me. Um, I'm probably going to go with the Buccaneers simply because I feel like they're getting hot at the right time. They kind of struggled some earlier in the year. Uh, There's some drama stuff going on, but it feels like they're getting together now just in time for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You talked about it last week, how Tom Brady is just different come playoff time. So we did see that on uh, on Saturday. Uh, sticking with the NFC playoff picture, Arizona lost, Chicago won, and this means the Bears are now in that seventh spot with control of their over their own destiny. Which team do you think gets that final spot in the NFC? The Bears, I think, I think they have to play the Packers this week, don't they? But the Packers might rest their starters because they have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I'm probably going to go with the Bears. I think they'll end up getting the final spot. I agree. I mean, like you had said, I think they're peaking at the right time. And also, uh, the team that Arizona's playing, I believe, is the Rams. And the Rams, they need to win. They're not yeah. They're not insured of a spot yet. So. Because of that, I think the Bears get the final spot. Yeah, uh, moving on to the NFC East. The Washington football team lost. The Giants lost and didn't look that great. And the Cowboys won and actually looked kind of impressive. So NFC least is still up for grabs. Who do you think gets it? Uh, right now it's Washington's division to lose. But... Uh... I don't know. I'm going to go with Dallas to get into the playoffs because um, all they need to do, they need to win and they need Washington to lose. And I think that's possible given the fact that uh, Washington is down to their fourth or fifth string quarterback now. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I like Dallas. Uh, I think that they can beat the Giants, and if they do that, they just need a, one more thing to happen. Yeah, I would... Oh, man, I'd really like to see the Cowboys make the playoffs. I, I think they will, too, honestly. Although the one thing that makes me hesitant to say the Eagles will beat the Washington football team is the strength of Washington's defensive line with Chase Young versus the porousness of the Eagles offensive line I think that will be an issue but Jalen Hurts is a mobile quarterback very intelligent so I'm, I'm gonna go with you and say the Cowboys will make the playoffs mm-hmm. it'll be pretty fun to watch which I didn't think I would say about the NFC East at all this year <laughs> uh, and final games of the week the Bengals and the Chargers both won this week 
The Bengals have a two-game winning streak. The Chargers have one of three games. Has their end-of-season surge uh, saved the jobs of their coaches? For the Bengals, I think that, I don't know if he really was on the hot seat. I think it's year one with Joe Burrow, and then he got hurt earlier in the season. So it's like, well, you know, <laughs> I think the organization realizes that a lot of it really isn't the coach. He's really actually been doing a pretty good job recently, as we've seen with their, <laughs> I guess, win streak. Um and four wins on the season is really impressive for the Chargers. I'd say I'd say yes as well. I think three in a row, unless it is a total disaster this last game. Even then, I think he's pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I pretty much completely agree with that. Uh, I wasn't certain how uh, how hot Zach Taylor's seat was with the yeah. Bengals, but. Like you said, I mean, he probably would have gotten a pass, but this win streak definitely helps. And then with the Chargers, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, finishing the season strong, uh, they'll play the Chiefs, who will more than likely not play their starters because they also have home field locked up. So if they finish 7-9, and nine, that is respectable, considering how good the AFC, uh, just the AFC as a whole was this year. So I think that... Uh, this this uh, late season win streak might have saved An- uh, Anthony Lynn's job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little fun fact: a one dollar bet that the Jets and Bengals would win last week would have been worth eighty three bucks. So, little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but none of us actually gamble, so <laughs> it's just more for fun. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move forward now to some potential overreactions. Um, yeah, let's get started. Trevor Lawrence will stay in college an extra year. So last week we discussed the differences between uh, the Jaguars and the Jets. And we both said, I think, that we would favor going to um, the Jets. Sorry, I sort of got lost there. but um, You're good. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that he'll stay in college an extra year. I think making a bunch of money in Jacksonville is worth staying in that town in South Carolina in the upstate for another year. I think that'll motivate him to uh, to leave and go to uh, to Jacksonville, the money factor. Yeah, I, I don't think it's an overreaction. I think it's possible. Willie, I think he'll end up declaring for the draft, but even if he does stay next year, he can just send the bench if he wants to, if he doesn't want it, risk injury. But I think he'll definitely the money will be a learn for sure, and he'll leave. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. Could he stay, like, stay sort of, not declare for the draft, then opt out of the next season? Is that, like, something he can do to avoid the Jaguars? Sure, yeah. He could be like, you know what? No football for a year. I'm just going to, I don't know. Prepare for next year's draft. Yeah, just prepare for the NFL draft. He could definitely do that. Yeah. That would be interesting. And, I mean, Jacksonville isn't all that bad, and nor is Clemson, by the way. But, no. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that he'll probably, you know, go to Jacksonville. Uh, next overreaction, Carson Wentz. Uh, he won't be an Eagle in 2021. I say it's not an overreaction. I believe he definitely wants to play. He's even, I said, uh, I believe he said that 
no, I don't want to sit on the bench. Now, will another team take him? We'll see. He has a lot on his contract. I'm not sure if another team will have to pay that amount. I'm not totally sure how all that works. But I don't think he'll be an Eagle next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that it is an overreaction. I think he will because um, Jalen Hurts, he still looked good in the last game, but in the third and fourth quarter, he turned the ball over in the red zone three times. And I feel like that's enough of a, you know, I guess you'd say a warning sign that it will be a... Uh, uh, open competition going into uh, the 2021 season and that coupled with the massive contract that he has making him hard to trade for I think he'll stay an eagle all right number three because they're the Browns they will miss the playoffs I mean there's so much history of the Browns <laughs> just m- not being good since 2002 maybe 2008 <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but there's just so much history. And uh, I think history will be changed. I think that they will make the playoffs. Um, As it stands, it's Indianapolis who will be on the outside looking in. And uh, I think it's going to stay that way. I think that the Browns uh, rebuff history and make it into the playoffs. I agree. I I think the Browns will end up making the playoffs. I know there's a lot of history there, but even if they don't, I think their season is a success overall because Baker has been balling. I think they found the coach that's good for them going forward, but I do think they'll make the playoffs. 100% agree. Uh, and final potential overreaction of the week, the Super Bowl will be the Green Bay Packers versus the Kansas City Chiefs? Mm. I'm going to have to go with yes. I think that is a little bit of an overreaction. There's just so many strong teams in the AFC, and since it's not a best-of-seven series like basketball, baseball, it really is. Sometimes the best team just doesn't win on a certain day. You know, they're just... I mean, the Chiefs have lost this season to the Raiders. I mean, you know... And on the NFC, I just always feel like when the Packers are really hyped up to do well, they don't and come playoff time, if that makes sense. And, you know, again, it's one game. That's a one-game, like, series, and who knows what will happen. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it's too soon to, you know, declare a uh, Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. I mean... That. They're definitely the favorites, but yep. like you said, sort of any given Sunday, anything can happen. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, I would not predict this. That being said, I might predict <laughs> that next week when we preview the playoffs. So, but as of right now, this is not what I would predict. Yeah, yeah we'll go right into game balls and then get out of the NFL. Um <laughs> The quarterback of the week is Tom Brady of the Buccaneers. When you can take an entire half off, that's pretty impressive. Absolutely. Running back of the week goes to Alvin Kamara of the Saints. Lights, Kamara, action. Scoring six touchdowns in a game is just redonkulous, and it earns you our game ball. Truly what you just said. Uh, Wide receiver of the week, it's Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. 
catching a football in the snow is hard enough. I've tried. Um, catching it 11 times for 142 yards and three touchdowns is straight up uh, ridiculous, which is like redonkulous, but I didn't realize that we had that back to back. It also sophisticated. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. It's all good, and uh, it also probably lost me my final fantasy football matchup of the year, but it is all good. Uh, that that's just how the game works. Mm, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Our defensive game ball goes to Tyreek Hill of the Chiefs. You might be thinking, does this guy play offense? Yeah, usually. But chase down tackle of a Falcons defender after an interception would suggest otherwise. Yep, and the special teams game ball this week goes to Jason Sanders of the Dolphins. His 44-yard field goal won it for the Dolphins as time expired. Yeah, that was between him and Michael Badgley, really. But the preceding miracle throw where Ryan Fitzpatrick used the force to find a receiver downfield, <laughs> that just kind of indirectly made the special teams, I guess, game ball. Sounds fair. So um, and let's preview the college football playoff. So who do you have in the Alabama-Notre Dame game? <laughs> um, I have to go with Bama. I mean, it's so hard not to. They're strong all around. Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, Najee. Harris, yeah, he's running back. And, you know, even their special teams is doing really well, too. It's hard to go against them. Yeah, Alabama, uh, next game. Uh, How about (laughs) Clemson versus Ohio State? (laughs) I feel so redundant, I feel like, but I'm going to have to go with Clemson. (laughs) Yeah, it's Clemson. Yeah, me too. And that will do it for our college football playoff. All right, so maybe a little bit more serious. Of these two teams, uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame, which one do you think is more likely to pull an upset, and how can they do it? Try Ohio State, and they can do it by putting pressure on, like constantly pressuring Trevor Lawrence and making sure you bottle up the run game with Travis Etienne. He's sneaky good, and I think he'll definitely be an X factor in that game. And then in the Big Ten Championship, they <laughs> felt like they had really no passing attack. They, had, they literally were carried by Trey Sermon. you got to get that fixed. And I think if they do all those things, they'll – have a competitive chance to to pull off the upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just really don't see any upsets coming. But I agree. If a team does do it, it's Ohio State, just because they're more of a wild card. We've only seen them in six Big Ten games. Uh, I think how they can do it, uh, sort of ride Trey Sermon and and then open up the pass game with that, like with play action, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That's really the only way I see it. Um, I don't. I don't trust Notre Dame at all, and I don't really trust Ohio State enough. But uh, if I had to pick one, it would be the Ohio State University. <laughs> there you go. So update: We are three and six on our bowl predictions to the opening week. There you go. So, what are your thoughts on bowl season thus far? 
Um, it started out slow, but we had a couple of good games at the uh, the end of the week. The Coastal Carolina versus Liberty game, uh, although I didn't really like the result, it was a good <laughs> game. Yeah, basically, I agree. At first, it was like, you know, yay, football. But the Coastal Liberty game was um, great, except, you know, and it might not be what we liked. It was certainly entertaining and exciting. Mm-hmm. So let's make some bowl predictions. Uh, there are, I believe, 12 bowl games, uh, not including the college football playoff, left to be played. Started off with the Dukes Mayo Bowl. It's Wake Forest. It's Wisconsin. Who wins? Wisconsin. Um, Goodyear Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma versus Florida. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to pick Florida there. Uh, I don't know. Oklahoma's been a little bit too inconsistent for me, but uh, because of that, I like Florida. All right, next one up, Armed Forces Bowl. It's Tulsa versus Mississippi State. Uh, SEC versus AAC, your pick. <laughs> uh, I might regret this a lot later, but I'm going to go with Tulsa. Except for Mississippi State's victory over LSU early in the year, they really haven't been very impressive at all. Um, Tulsa's probably super motivated after losing to Cincinnati in the AAC championship on a game-winning field goal, and I think they want to end on a much better note than that, and being an SEC team would would accomplish that. Our Arizona Bowl, Ball State versus San Jose State. I like this bowl because it's actually played in Arizona, unlike the New Mexico Bowl. But um, I'm going to go San Jose State um, just because San Jose is closer to Arizona than Ball State is. So uh, two conference champions, I'll go San Jose State. It's the uh, the Liberty Bowl. Army is filling in for Tennessee, maybe? And uh, they're playing West Virginia. Uh, who do you think will win? Oh, man. I actually find this really hard to predict. I don't know how West Virginia will do defending the triple option. I feel like Army really sneaks up a lot of teams that way. A couple of years ago, they played Oklahoma and almost beat them and go to overtime. Oh, man. <laughs> Again, I might regret this, but you know, why not? I think Army will do it. I don't know if West Virginia has has the, I guess, they just, they're just not used to seeing the triple option. Then the Texas Bowl. It's in Texas, right? <laughs> I should check that. <laughs> um, Arkansas versus TCU. Uh, I'll go with Arkansas, the people's Kansas. I like him to get the job done. Uh, next up, it's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Cincinnati versus Georgia. Um, who wins this matchup? Well, we got the Texas Bowl with the TCU team in it. And then the Peach Bowl in Atlanta with Georgia in it. I don't know, I find that ironic. But I think Georgia will win. Um, yeah, just Cincinnati's had a great season, don't get me wrong, but Georgia's a, a whole other level, and I think they'll win it. Citrus Bowl, Auburn versus Northwestern. This one's kind of tough. I like Northwestern a lot, and what they've done this year is pretty impressive, but I'm just going to go Auburn. I think the uh, strength of an SEC schedule sort of favors them more over Northwestern in this game. Uh, Gator Bowl is the next game. North Carolina State and Kentucky face off. 
Which one comes out on top? Now, I don't know much about NC State football this past year. I don't know if they were good or not. I'm going to go with Kentucky, though. It feels like I'm biased towards the SEC, but I don't know. I just, in, in this matchup, I think they're the better team. Outback Bowl, Ole Miss versus Indiana. Um, I'm going Indiana, unless there's a clipboard-throwing portion of the bowl game, then Ole Miss, but I don't think there is. I like Indiana. Uh, up next, PlayStation, Fiesta Bowl. It's Oregon, it's Iowa State, and uh, who do you have? <laughs> I'm going to go with Oregon. Uh, they just came off an upset of USC to win the other USC, Southern California, to win the Pac-12 championship. I think they're going to keep the momentum going forward. Capital One, lastly, the Capital One Orange Bowl, Texas A&M versus UNC. I like UNC, but literally every player that's accounted for offense, except for um, Sam Howell, has opted out of the bowl game. Texas A&M wins big. I I like UNC, but I think Texas A&M is too much to overcome.